the hell's in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. Speaking of It's Alive, oh. the uh, I see people have trawled through the lowest of the low dive bars in Adelaide and retrieved yes. you after your Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> it's Alive! Oh my lord, it was a very, very close call, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Oh my god, I had to take my liver out at one stage. And just wring it out like an old sock. Yeah, literally. Muddy socks in the rain. Oh my god, but it's alright, we, we just like wrung it back out into a bucket where we take our shots from. Because um, what we do is we literally just have these buckets set up and we just, yeah. we make a we make like two buckets of shots. Yeah. Like a proper bucket of shots. And then you all have your shot glasses and then we just put them on the table and then basically we have our rules. So whenever someone sings the word love, yeah. you've got to take a shot. In pop music, you're fucked. When someone comes out in white, you take a shot. Yep. Whenever there's pyrotechnic display, you have shots. When there's a wind machine, you have a shot. Um, and whenever there's a costume reveal. So somebody rips off clothing to reveal something below or they spread wings, which actually happens more often than you would think at the Eurovision Song Contest. So what you're you telling me is don't do this to an Elton John concert. <laughs> <laughs> you will die. Oh, my God. At one stage, like, oh, my God. So obviously, you know, you prepare yourself because, like, when Grease is coming out, they always wear white. Obviously, you know, it's going to be like a mega shot-a-thon. Yeah. Um, but we're fine until one year. I think the first year it really, really went wrong was the year that Ireland sent its entry, love is the loveliest thing I love to love. Uh, fuck you, Ireland. <laughs> just because they've all got livers like foie geese. And we were just like, uh, 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 and you could just see us one by one just like tapping out. out. <laughs> oh, my lord. Yeah, we go we go pretty hard. Yeah. Um, that year, oh, my God, at one stage. Since a couple of years ago, I was actually just like curled up on the floor in a fetal position going, my tummy, my hurts, I can't drink anymore. And so my friend just kept kicking me on the ground and then was just handing the shots down to me so I could keep drinking. Turns out, food poisoning, should have been in hospital, but I drank my way through it. Fuck. Like You're the it. kind of person who creates a hostile environment for the germs. <laughs> just pure whiskey and vodka. Well, actually, I was reading something the other day because uh, I'm one of the few people, touch wood, who hasn't had any, you know, been touched by the COVID. Yeah, me too. Someone has suggested the other day that alcohol might help, like, build up your defences. Like, you block the COVID with the alcohol. Well, that's one theory. We're not scientists. We're not putting it out there. <laughs> I'm guessing this uh, this uh, theory was pushed by Mr. James. Dr. Heineken. <laughs> Dr. James Beam of Tennessee, was it? <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a theory. And you know me, I, I prefer to be safe than sorry. So yeah. I've kept up my supply. Just in case we've confused any of our American friends with your talk of the Eurovision Song Contest, they don't just do other things weird in Europe. They don't just have the metric system and science-based school curriculums mm-hmm. and um, difficult access to guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, the Eurovision Song Contest is a giant continental Europe talent mm-hmm. show 
Mm-hmm. It's like American Idol, but none of the really heinous entries are ironic. They, they mean it. Yeah. And it's very strange. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's this fabulous combination of, like, you know, uh, like, indigenous, like, culture and people singing, like, their own language. And they bring these weird, like, instruments that haven't been seen since the Viking time. And yeah. there's folk music. And there's people bring their grandmas <laughs> who, like, bang the drum. But, oh, my God, best thing this year, as soon as a Russia invaded Ukraine... Russia was banned. They were banned from Eurovision. Banned from the Eurovision Song Contest, <laughs> and they Russia has been throwing a tanty ever since. Okay, yeah. most beautiful thing happened. Do you know what happened at Eurovision this this year? Ukraine won. Ukraine <laughs> won. Glory to Ukraine. It was actually an amazing song. But the, oh my god, there was so much scandal during the voting because the public get to vote. Yeah. During the voting, okay. They actually had to stop. There was a mass attack of hackers trying to get in and bring down the system so people could not vote. <laughs> Who could have done that? Oh, no idea. Who could have won? And it's hilarious because every year Russia has spent millions of dollars. Yeah. Okay, trying to get the number one. They've only managed to do it once. Yeah, 2008. Yeah. Oh. Look at you. I have a reason that I know this. Why do you know that? Because I, I help run a comedy club in Adelaide. Yeah. And it, it, it helps uh, foster the emerging talent, basically. Uh-huh. So we give them a place to come and do some gigs with some more established comics, occasionally yeah, yeah. like a touring big name. And one of the things that we do every week is a writing challenge where people have to yell shit out okay. from the audience. And you've got to come up with a joke, like a set on the spot, mm-hmm. basically. And I had to do it this week. Oh, God. And my topics were psoriasis and Eurovision. <laughs> so 10 minutes of urgent Googling. <laughs> I've learned a lot about Russia's Eurovision. There you go. Oh, my favourite thing is yeah. they were writing anti-Eurovision messages on their bombs that they used in their mm. on their artillery that they sent into Ukraine. Still couldn't fucking win. Yeah. Still couldn't win. Oh, my God. And the best thing is one of the, um, oh, you know... Pick the you know the equivalent of you know whatever jackasses in your country who dries up hysteria about bullshit. Yeah. Um, who I won't even mention their name because they're a douchebag in Russia, the Russia equivalent. That's what we need to point out. We don't have a problem with Russians. We have a problem with one Russian. Exactly. Yeah. Russians are lovely people. Very fucking. Yeah. Very. Absolutely. Very... There was that one I was learning Russian just because I wanted to have sex with him. Now cut off. <laughs> cut off. Sanctions have been imposed. Um, <laughs> But no, but this one this one dickhead, you know, did the ultimate when after Ukraine won was like, yeah, well, like, yeah, like, you're a vision of bullshit, and like, no one decent has ever won it. Oh, um, which I'm sure has got to be a shot straight in the heart for the Russian singer Dima Milan, who won. I went on this tirade about no one other than ABBA has ever like had a career after Eurovision, and you're like. Dima Balan is literally one of your biggest like, performers <laughs> in your country. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, awkward. We won't talk about that. But yes, it was a very beautiful moment where Europe came together and yay to Ukraine. Yeah. Very happy. I've got a theory that one of the reasons why our Defence Minister Peter Dutton mm. is trying to start a war with China mm. is for the sympathy votes that we will get in Eurovision in the future. Oh, okay. So if we're invaded by China, you think... We might win Eurovision. It's our best chance. <laughs> hey. We are all going to die in a nuclear fire yeah. so that Shannon Noel can win Eurovision. 
We've actually come second, you know, at Eurovision. Was that with Guy? Uh, no. Oh, my God. Guy should have won, totally. Um, he was amazing. No, second with Dami In. Dami In came second. Sound of silence. This is a horror podcast. Please hold hold, hold the line. We will get to <laughs> we'll it. We'll get to it. You know, you know why she didn't win? Why? Oh, my God. Three quarters of the song, bitches sitting down. Like, oh. it's Eurovision. Stand up. Nobody wants to see you on your lawn chair. No. Oh, but that's my personal rant, and I've just been angry <laughs> about it ever since. That bitch could have gotten up for an extra minute. <laughs> I'm just saying. On your feet, bitch. Oh, no, seriously. Fucking. Oh, God. You know what else has been happening this week? What? The American Congress has been holding uh, their open hearings into the uh, American uh, monitoring of, you know, uh, what are they called? Unidentified aerial phenomena. Oh. They're having the congressional UFO hearings. That sounds very exciting. It's What's happened? really not. Oh. It's a whole bunch of bureaucrats going through incredibly dry uh, material about how things are reported and what's going on and the, oh. the the absolute peak of it was the very start of the hearings and i can't remember the chap's name but he's the head of a very serious wing within the government mm-hmm. very the serious s- wing yeah pretty much it's in the pentagon they have numbers after their names they've probably got you know black budgets and all that sort of stuff yeah and he said look i'm a science fiction person i've always i've always been into science fiction yeah and everyone kind of looked at him and he said well yeah i've been to conventions and I, i'm like oh here we go <laughs> and he said but i don't dress up <laughs> so he confirms. He so dresses oh, up in the yeah. privacy of his own home, oh, and yeah. we know it. Yeah, he's going as Wharf without yeah. a doubt. hundred oh, percent. Yeah. Oh my god! But the funny part about it was, though, yeah, one of the um, panel, the yeah. congressional panel that's there to, to ask the questions, yeah. said to him, "You said you attend conventions, but you don't dress up. That wasn't a strong denial. <laughs> <laughs> that was the peak of it." Oh my god! I just love that the only thing that's going to come from is like someone's going to like leak a secret document <laughs> of him dressed as a Borg in the eighties <laughs> at like a Comic Con. Yeah, get the whole thing shut down. <laughs> oh or no, it'd be like some like hopeless anime thing. Like he goes Ash from Pokemon or something. Or he's gone as like Sailor Moon. Or oh something. yeah, a little schoolgirl dress. Or he's a furry. <laughs> oh man, sexy wolf in a fucking cheerleader outfit. Oh my god! Oh, you know what? I can't get past the fact that like everybody has like numerical names. Like no one wants to be Agent Number Two. No. Like, come on. I know. No. No. Eh, oh my god! How much would everybody be scrambling for Agent Sixty Nine? Oh no, eighty six and ninety nine. I reckon. <sighs> Maxwell Smart. No, but see, if you're Agent 69, then while your enemies are <laughs> giggling like, you know, school children, then you can karate chop them. Karate chop. That's my plan. That's a great plan. It's a great plan. Whatever. Oh, my God. I watched TV the other day and it was yeah. one of those, like, I was just, you know, eating some food and it was one of those, like, game shows and it was like, oh, you know, which planet goes around, like, has a orbit like once every 165 days or something right um and the guy was there and he's like oh uh, mm, mm, mm." and he's like oh i don't know it's one of the outer ones like i'm tossing up like i don't know which one to pick i was sitting there literally for five minutes just like uranus uranus like how are you not just screaming uranus on public television (laughs) this is your one shot man their whole life has led to this golden blessing moment to just be like uranus lock in uranus (laughs) and what'd he go neptune and was he right no what was it i don't care i was too busy yelling why didn't you say uranus that would be brilliant. You 
want to lock in Uranus? I'd lock in Uranus. Yeah, oh. I would. Oh. <laughs> this is how game show hosts get me too. <laughs> Come on. Oh, my God. And, mm, I have studied Uranus quite some bit. <laughs> yeah, you and Andrew O'Keefe can share a jail cell. I'm just saying, who doesn't yell Uranus at that moment? Anyone who wants to win? Oh, it's a whatever. game show. Oh, Go to open mic. What is winning compared to screaming Uranus on national television? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Thinking, I've been thinking about Uranus all this time I've been up here, Eddie. <laughs> I've got to say, I just, oh, I keep, I keep throwing the image of Uranus around in my mind. And uh, I think I'm leaning towards Uranus. I'll go for Uranus. <laughs> can want- I can I call a friend about Uranus? <laughs> oh God! See, this is why you belong on public access TV. <laughs> and real people. Wayne's World, part of time. <laughs> oh my God! Come on, that's like the, you dream of moments like that, don't you? you could, no, I don't yeah. dream of ruining a game show by using a fucking fun. My seven-year-old son says that. That's because he's cool. (laughs) My whole life is just me just begrudgingly going from moment to moment, suffering through the black hole abyss that is the pointlessness of life until I can scream Uranus. Yeah, Socrates said that. (laughs) Then suddenly, boom, all that shit is worthwhile. (laughs) Cogito ergo bum. (laughs) Sounds like a Harry Potter spell. <laughs> I think they're for Uranus. Ah, <laughs> oh, look, don't deny me. I'm just a simple girl with simple pleasures, and one of my pleasures is Uranus. How much do you charge? <laughs> <laughs> is that full girlfriend service? <laughs> oh my god, I cannot wait until we break orbit for Uranus. Oh god, it's gonna be great. When we, when the, how long do you think it will be before men? will actually set down on Uranus. Well, it depends hey. when the man's birthday is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's one small step for man, <laughs> one giant leap for our relationship. <laughs> oh, Uranus is soggier than I expected. <laughs> To be honest, oh, Houston. It's an organic planet. We oh. have moisture. Oh, and you find Matt Damon growing potatoes in it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my god! There you are. Next time you go to the doctor for your little boop <laughs> exam, just 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 have a little Matt Damon up there with just a little bit of potato. Check your bum for grubs. <laughs> Oh, where else would you find Matt Damon? Oh, selling crypto, apparently. Really? Well, he's one of these celebs who was hawking crypto. Now it's all fucking fallen in a big Ponzi heap. Well, when you say celebs. Matt Damon's about as big as you get. He's massive. Oh, my God. China paid him to star in their, like, half a billion dollar epic and it tanked. That's the pulling power of Matt Damon. No, it's because the film was terrible. Yeah, and what was that recent one he was in? That looked shit. I don't know. Yeah. It's Matt Damon, mate. The kids aren't coming out for Matt Damon. I reckon they are. He's pretty bankable. No, he's not. Unless it comes to crypto, in which case. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's how you end up homeless. All right? Yeah. Nobody nobody banks their house on Matt Damon. Who's taking 
life advice from Matt Damon. He's Matt Damon. <laughs> Damon coin. <laughs> oh my god. No. No. We will we shall beg to differ. Yeah. You mean agree to disagree? <laughs> no. <laughs> we shall This is fucking derailed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That demon on the moon. Oh, that's because you've switched to a Canadian whiskey. You're not drinking your regular Jim Beam. Your body's trying to reorganise itself. Wait, you know what it is? I got, um, yeah, it could be I'm thrown out. It's because I got my 60-day notice. I've been forced to sort of, you know, start going through cupboards and I'm trying to, you know, like declutter and, you know, blah, blah. So I'm trying to eat all the food that's in my cupboard so I don't have to, like, lift it eh, to yeah. a new space. And I've got, like, a cupboard which is just full of like drinks and premixes. So I'm just trying to like drink all the rando stuff that's in there so I don't have to move it. Fair enough. Because I'm a thinker. Yeah, less thinking, more drinking. Exactly. Woo-hoo! So my can-cushion tonight is brought to you <laughs> by Canadian Club and Cola. Never could drink this stuff. It's just too sweet. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like they made it out of maple syrup. It's fucked. Mm. You Canucks. Mm-hmm. They do make a good whiskey, but this is not it. Oh, no, I love a bit of CC. Too mm. sweet. No, oh, you can never be too sweet. It's like Queensland Diesel. Rum. It's just, ugh. Too sweet. Well, it's different. No, I like that. You know what? It's This is how I think um, Brendan Fraser would taste. Sweet. Sweet yet manly. Slightly Christmassy kind of, uh, mm, mm. like a, like an like a allspice. Mm, but with a bit of punch A little bit, A little bit of wood smoke from a pine mm. fire. But like with a little punch from a velvet glove. Maybe. Yeah, that's how I that's how I equate Brendan yeah. Fraser and my Canadian club. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a shout out, Brendan Fraser. Yeah, we love you. Yeah, and ignore all the Uranus jokes that she made. <laughs> because we believe you and your career has suffered. Yeah, oh my god, that is such bullshit. Don't get me started about the injustice that has yeah. been done to Brendan Fraser. We stand with Brendan Fraser. We do. What we don't stand with is a timely introduction to a podcast. No. Oh. My God, fuck We've that. just wasted 20 minutes of your lives and I'm so sorry. I'm not sorry at all. I know you're not because you, you literally have never had a chance to go on a game show so you thought you'd use our podcast to scream Uranus. That's not true. I've been on, um, uh, what's that one? And the other one? I went on The Price is Right. I just picture you being like the old lady from Requiem for a Dream. Oh, I'm sad golf. I'm going to be on television. Doing a bunch of uppers so you can lose weight. I got really excited. I accidentally flashed my knickers and I won the Star Wars prize pack. What? Yeah. Woo! Winner! On what show? The Price is Right. Oh, what year was this? Oh, my God. What are the chances? I've got a friend at Grundy's. I'm going to fucking find this. No. No, you're not. No, you're not. Okay. No, you're not. Put your phone down. All right. Yes, I... That was the first time Uranus was mentioned on Grundy television. <laughs> yes, I've been on that. That was fun. I went on that other one as well with the angry woman. The angry woman? Mm, mm. The weakest link? Yeah. You were on the weakest link. But you know how like, and it's like, it, it absolutely, because you know how you're always, you're like, don't be like, don't be ever be the smartest one in the round. Because if you get all of your questions right, yeah. when you go to the vote, they vote you off straight away. Because yeah, it's strategy. Yeah. Anyway, the people I was with were so stupid. <laughs> and it was like, literally, it was like the questions I got asked. I got asked a question. It was about, um, oh, you know, Cartman says, uh, from South Park says, respect my, what, authority. It's not even a question. I no. got to put on a Southern accent. Okay. Yeah. Next, they asked me a question about rugby. 
Okay. And you played rugby. And I played rugby. Um, and then I swear to God, like the last question was like about Uranus. So, and I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck. And so they're like, oh, you're the smartest person in this round. So I got voted off like immediately. Motherfucker. Threw my card on the ground and stormed off. Really? Yeah. <laughs> What's she like? Was she nice? Oh, she's a bit of a mull. Oh, now nah, you weren't allowed to talk to her. Like she was in the middle. And what? they'd like spray you with a spray bottle if you tried to like. Ah, uh, because they f- they pumped through about ten shows a day, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. You know, and didn't want dirty common people. No. And there's just me, Uranus, <laughs> as they drag me off the set. I'm gonna find this footage. But I got a free trip to Melbourne because I applied, and then I moved to Adelaide. And apparently, I was so bubbly enough. They flew me to, uh, they flew me to Melbourne, put me up overnight. A fancy <gasps> had a had a. Had a fancy town car pick me up from the airport. Oh, yes. And he was all like, oh, you're going to be on TV? He was very excited. I was like, oh, the weakest link, mate. And he was like, meh. <laughs> Put the thing back up. <laughs> so, you know, had a night in the big smoke. Continental breakfast. I stole <gasps> some stuff. You mean you had dry muffins and, and some packet cereal? <laughs> yes. Yum. But I was unemployed at the time, so I had enough for continental breakfast for the next six months. You're like a Russian soldier in Ukraine, just <laughs> filling your bag. Yeah, oh, it must be Christmas time. <laughs> oh my god, I ne- I like, I took everything, man. There you go, as you do, <laughs> tissues, toilet paper, everything. But whatever. <sighs> Speaking of things we've taken, time. Okay, look, shut up. <laughs> That's right, because this is a, this is actually a shorter episode. We do need a, just a completely separate podcast where we just talk shit. We say that every week, and then I say it to you afterwards, and you're like, nah. <laughs> uh, but we should. All right, let's do it. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> and then people... <laughs> we're going to run out of things to say. Yeah. No, no, it's not true. All right, now, okay, let's get, let's get to the news. Let's get to the horrorness okay. of this world. Okay, full disclosure, I've been in the mood the last couple of days. Yes. The world is bleak and it is black and I want to stab people in the face and I hate everybody. This is a good way of not doing that. <laughs> the only the the only ones that give me the spirit to continue are my cats. And your cupboard full of premixed bourbon. Jim Beam. Yes. And Bruce Campbell. <laughs> the rest of you cunts. You're in the firing That's line. That's a pretty good Desert Island pack. Oh, isn't it though? I'd be pretty happy. <laughs> Bourbon, Bruce Campbell, cats. Yeah. Whoever says money can't buy you happiness is a fucking loser. Just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to buy a Fijian island. I'm going to fly over Brucey Campbell. He'll do it, baby. He'll do it, baby. He'll do it for some money. Just me and the cats and Brucey just on the beach. It's all good until you start talking about Uranus. Oh, I'm paying him. He'll fucking listen to whatever the fuck he wants to listen to. I think he'd talk about Uranus too. Oh, I think he'd have more to say about Uranus than anyone else. <laughs> I mean, that was the premise of Bubba Hotel. So, <laughs> oh my god, I love that. A very underrated film. By oh, the way. it's amazing. Yeah, I accidentally showed it to my ten-year-old nephew. I felt very bad. What? I, d- I didn't remember it was full of hand jobs and anal sex. I completely forgot. How? How are you allowed near children? I, I'm not. Oh my god, you're like the. Vatican in disguise. <laughs> that fucking hid me well. Oh my god, worst cartoon ever. <laughs> Vatican in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> my god, my cupboard transformed and started touching me. Parishioners, conform! 
Oh, Lord. Look, let's get to this week's topic. All right. This week's topic is for the black world that we live in. Okay. Good. This week's episode is called I Don't Normally Condone Murder, except in this case. <laughs> That's not a pun. <laughs> I never said it was supposed to be. <laughs> or cats have nine lives, assholes don't. Uranus. <laughs> Is this just uh, going to be your contribution men are for the from next Mars, hour? Cats are from Uranus. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh my god! I've made my own Uranus around my neck. That's all you're going <laughs> to yell at me for the next hour, isn't it? Pretty much. Fuck now. Uh, in let this lesson, okay? Let this whole story be a lesson to you, because you're always you're always picking on poor Jack the dog. You're always like, stop making a noise, even when he's not. It's not my fault. You're deaf. It's hard when you got your head up, Uranus. In in 2012, a Texas woman, shout out to all our Texases, one of our biggest markets, weirdly. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got to say, whenever I hear Texas woman, I imagine very high cutoff jean pants. (gasps) I I just just picture Chuck Norris in a gingham dress. Oh, ooh. Big tails. No, I'm I'm picturing, and I know this. I know this is a horrible stereotype, but I'm just picturing like Miranda Lambert in a pickup. There you go. Yeah. It's a bit racist, but whatever. Miranda Lambert's no, I don't know. She's from Texas. I don't know what she looks like. A hot Germanic country singer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I picture Chuck Norris. And she's she's your bag. She runs. A, she runs a fucking dog dog shelter. It'd be better if it was cats, but whatever. Oh, Stop digressing. Sake. Okay. Okay. In 2012. In Texas, a woman was forced to defend her feline friend from her piece of shit husband. Okay. Audrey Dean Miller, age 42, got into an argument one Tuesday morning. It seems one of Audrey's seven cats Mm -hmm. had done something to offend her husband. So it's Texas. It talked about creation. Oh, yeah. Creationism he, and evolution. Or... He wanted reproductive rights or something. <laughs> meow, take your guns, meow. Meow, too. <laughs> so, yes, the cat offended her husband. I'm going to call him Buck. Who's offended by a cat? What could a cat do to offend you? Probably always had to look at its anus. <laughs> it's part of their charm. <laughs> Oh, so the husband was offended. Ugh. Yeah. Her husband Buck. Buck began yelling at the cat. Doesn't do much, but can confirm it helps. No, it doesn't. Mm. Don't yell at your cat. Cats are lovely. They do not respond to yelling. Okay. Just makes them shit in your shoes. Okay. Audrey yelled back, defending her cat's honour. Cats have honour? Yes. Okay. As a good cat mum, she defended her pussy. The husband then told Audrey, he, I'm going to go get my pellet gun. you got to defend your pussy pretty well in Texas anyway with the lack of birth control. <laughs> I'm going to go get my pellet gun and I am going to shoot that cat. With a pellet gun? With a pellet gun. They're non-lethal, aren't they? And then I'm going to throw it over the fence to the dogs. Okay, that's a bit That's a bit much. 
Uh, it's like, oh, it's an air rifle. So, yeah, you probably could kill a cat. Yeah. yeah. Audrey's husband went and produced a pellet gun. Hey, Joe. Where are you going with that pellet gun in your hand? So, Audrey produced her 40 caliber semi automatic handgun. What? Holy shit. Dick bought a pellet gun to an automatic handgun flight. Holy fuck. And shot her husband in the stomach. Holy fuck, with a 40 cal. Yeah. <laughs> Don't try to shoot a woman's pussy. Wow. Who, like, who threads to shoot a cat? Look at a cat that you live with. Who starts an argument with a woman who has a 40 caliber handgun? Maybe he didn't know. Oh, come on, it's Texas. You just assume everyone has. Well, he only had a pellet gun. That's why everyone's got southern manners. They're all armed to the teeth. Yeah, you're a fucking just me. He's fucking armed. <laughs> I didn't see anything. Trust me, he's from Texas. Everyone's got their hands on the table. Please pass the beans there, darling. I fucking hate you, but you're armed. Yeah. <laughs> no sudden movement. As he bites into his raccoon steak. Well, this is delicious, darling. Oh. That's why everyone... You can't cook, but you're armed. Yeah, that's why everyone is so slowed down and genteel. It's like literally no sudden movement. You get shot by the other 50 people at the table. That's why they've all got 10-gallon hats, just to reduce the risk of getting a JFK shot. I was just going to say, it's where they keep all their guns, their spare ammunition. <laughs> Yosemite Sam. <laughs> Pull it off, there's a cannon underneath it. I don't know. You're not Audrey, right? True. I bet she had it in like a pink custom holster too. Oh, you know, she'd bedazzled it. Yeah. You know Hang, she'd bedazzled it. Hanging off that hip with like the jorts pockets. Yeah. That are showing. Yeah. I like to think that she had like a stick and on that was like a bit of like string and the gun was attached to it. <laughs> so she could just like pull it out. Just boop, 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 boop. It's a cat humor. Yeah, it's a cat thing. <laughs> so he went to shoot the cat. She pulled out a gun, shot him in the stomach. Wow. Police in an ambulance was called, yep. but it's okay. The cat was not harmed. Okay, good. The husband was taken away in an ambulance. I think should have been taken away in a garbage truck, but whatever. Was taken away in an ambulance to a local hospital and underwent surgery and was listed as stable. Who cares? <laughs> Audrey, would you believe, this is outrageous, yeah. was arrested on the scene and was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. How, Outrageous. How is shooting someone aggravated assault? He I, he sounds pretty aggravating to me. Well, he does, yeah. But at the same time, like, shooting someone is never aggravated assault. What? Like, that, that that's hitting them with the gun. It was also defence. Like, she was defending her cat. Yeah. You know? It should be self-defence. She self-defensed him <laughs> in the stomach with her handgun. Because he's a dick and no one likes him. Now uh, he shits in a bag. <laughs> so she was she was charged, outrageous. Yeah. Uh, but again, no cat was injured in the incident. Oof. Yay. Um, when police searched the home, they did find several cats at the time and they were in fact unsure which was the troublemaker. So they weren't sure who, who to interview. <laughs> <laughs> And everyone was keeping their lips sealed. The police found marijuana. Was it catnip? Which the wife was very quick to point out was all her husband's. Of course. A neighbour told reporters that the couple were 
pleasant enough <laughs> before <laughs> the shooting. <laughs> when asked about the incident, Assistant Police Chief Mark Herman of Harris County Precinct 4 elaborated to the press, The husband was trying to do something to the cat and the, and the wife was just trying to protect her cat. It's good that we got some animal lovers up in Harris County. Yeah. I'm going to move to Harris County. They sound like reasonable people to me. They get me. They get me. Reports say that the husband discharged himself from the hospital and made his way back home. Right. While reporters were there to film the story for the nightly news. You know, live from the house. How the f- so he can't have been shot that badly then. Yeah, like suck it up, princess. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if it was this day or the following day. I don't okay. know. All I know is people were there to stand outside the house too. I have a feeling they ran with this story a lot, <laughs> you know. Also, it's the American healthcare system. They probably kicked him out of there like a love motel. That's yeah. your 15 minutes. There you go. Get out. Um, apparently the husband discharged himself and made his way back home, only realising that when he got there that he had no keys and no way to get back into the house. So the huge reporters just followed him wandering around the garden of his property trying to get into his house, oh, but without success. Holy shit. <laughs> That's what you get for being a piece of shit. That's, that's what you get for threatening a pussycat. If you'd just been chill, man, none of this would have happened. You would have been at home and your lovely life would have been like knitting you some socks or something. But no, that's what you get for being a dick. She owns a forty caliber handgun. You can own a forty caliber handgun and She doesn't knit. know. What are you, knitting a fucking colostomy bag for your husband? I like... <laughs> Put this in your stoma. I like crafting. I also enjoy shooting. I like crafting. I make a, I make a birthday card now and then. Okay. You know? She, she strikes me as a scrapbooker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I get that. Yeah. Oh, so what a jackass. But it did actually lead to one of my favourite headlines. Okay. And I want to actually frame this and just hang it in my little office. This is from the Texas, Texas Monthly. Okay. That came up with the amazing headline. It just says, show it to you, husband threatens cat. Wife shoots husband. <laughs> they don't fuck around with headlines in the uh, Texas Monthly, do they? <laughs> I think that's such a that's such a great headline. Um, anonymous person on the internet simply wrote on the article: "Finally, a crime of passion that the entire internet can get behind." <laughs> Finally, <laughs> everyone on the internet's a cat lover. Yeah. Oh my lord. <sighs> In 2018, Mary Harrison was not living her best life, also in Texas. Okay, yep. This was in Dallas. Neither was her cat. Her husband hit her cat. Oh, yeah. Well, he beat her cat. Oh. So Mary shot her husband. (laughs) Dead. Oh, okay. Mary had been fighting a hard battle against breast cancer. But she had two children and three pets to live for. But it seems her husband, Dexter Harrison, was an even bigger battle than cancer. So, he was a dickhead. Let's just get this off the bat. Yep. Okay. Um, One night, old fuckhead went on a rampage throughout the home, terrorising 
marry the children and the pets. Yep. The last straw was when he began to hit the cat, Smokey. Mary had enough. This was the straw that broke her back. She told him to stop. He did not. So Mary shot her husband just before 7 a.m. Police and ambulance were called. He died on the way to the hospital. Police then charged Mary with murder. I say unfair. She'd clearly done the community a service. Yeah, sounds like it. Mary was taken into custody. There she waived her Miranda rights and was very open about what had happened. She had shot her husband because he punched the cat. Fair call. Uh, Mary was taken into custody and the pets were taken into care by the Humane Society. Mary's bond was set at $100,000. What happened to the kids? Um, <laughs> maybe the SPCA as well. <laughs> Let's get them de-sexed. <laughs> Her family provided bail and Mary was able to be released, but... She was forced to wear a tracking device as part of her bail conditions. She is now living in a secret location in the Dallas area with her children and her pets who are all attempting to heal from their wounds. Within hours of this story being circulated, a GoFundMe page was established on the internet by people who did not even know Mary. Right. Fellow cat lovers around the world all chipped in to pay for Mary's legal defence yeah, um, to fight the charges for saving her pussycat. Although GoFundMe then shut that GoFundMe down yeah, um, because apparently you're not allowed to raise money for legal fees on GoFundMe. No, you can. Uh, because quite famously that's happened here in Australia. Okay. Several defamation cases have raised money to Oh, maybe they've that. changed it. Uh, when they usually freeze it, I could be wrong, it's because they don't, um, like it, it reaches a certain level mm. and then they're like, well, how the fuck are the organisers going to guarantee this goes to the person it needs yeah, to yeah. go to and, and they can't prove it so they shut it down. Oh, no, no, no. The, well, it says no, The the her sister and that was like, yeah, no, they wanted, but they they were told they couldn't use it wow. for legal fees. Maybe it's different in America? Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah, you can't use it for criminal defence or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. Oh, maybe that's the difference. Maybe because it's a, a criminal test. So, yeah, they'd raised thousands of dollars, but it was shut down by GoFundMe. Uh, so, another GoFundMe was established and can still be found on the GoFundMe fund me page yeah um oh, so this only just happened uh in 2018 okay yeah yeah on it her sister writes the money donated to mary's campaign is being used for her continued health care expenses as well as those of her beloved pets and the cost to provide safe and private shelter for all of them mary has a very good legal representation fighting hard for her freedom and exoneration again no mention of the kids the fuck Americans that pro-life until they're out of the womb. <laughs> then fuck you are me on dead. Their own. But you'll raise money for some fucking cats. Yes. What? what about the kids? The kids have lived through a domestically violent fucking. No, but I'm just saying this. It's just I'm using it in this context because, like, yeah, yeah. anybody who look, it's this is one of the biggest problems. I mean, with domestic violence, is that you know abusers 
will also take their abuse out on pets. Absolutely. Yeah. And they actually use you know, pets as a manipulation yeah, you know, tool. Yeah, it makes it very hard to flee the house if you can't bring your pet with you. And- well, yeah, that's one of the biggest problems um, with people trying to flee domestic violence is the majority of shelters and places that are involved won't let you bring pets, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And when they've talked to people who have later escaped domestic violence, when they've talked about why they didn't leave, it was because of the fact that they couldn't take their pets with them. And yeah. obviously people know what's going to happen to these animals and yeah. their care. Um, and these, you know, these pets have suffered as much as they have. So, you know, I mean, actually, that's good. Everyone, look in your area, do some, ask some questions, find out if there is anywhere in your area that's a rescue organization that takes pets. Yeah. Um, and if they don't, you know, start asking them why, you know, and find, find, um, uh, programs that do let people stay, escape domestic violence and bring their pets, and you know what? Throw them some money. Yeah, uh, there, there actually is one place that I have heard of where in these situations you can put your cat, mm-hmm. Uranus. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he was rethinking you were going to make an honest appeal to the public. <sighs> <sighs> but just quickly, I know there is an organisation in, um, in Australia. It's based here in Adelaide. It's called Safe Pets, Safe Families. Yes. So if you need to escape domestic violence, you can call them um, as the RSPCA can help uh, as well when fleeing with domestic violence. But yeah, it's, it's something that people don't think about, but it's such a very, oh my God, mind-blowing thing. Yeah. But yeah, that was just the final straw. So, but it's okay. Poor Smokey did recover from the injuries. Good. Yay. In 2005, South Africa. Hello. Two two little pussycats, two little tiny cute little pussycats were forced to defend themselves against a robber. Okay. Poor little pussycats. This bright early Sunday morning in Bluffentine. I need, I need, I need my, my South African accent. Don't even try. Don't even try to do a South African accent. It's... Eh, Bluffentine. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> my only reference only, is Lethal Weapon 2. Only you could find a story where cats are the victims in South fucking Africa. In Bluffentine. Oh my! Yeah, this South Africa in Bluffentown, with all the inequality in and extrajudicial killings that go on there, you're the one person who found a story about a fucking cat. Two cats. <laughs> there was a robber. He was armed. Oh, he was a he was a robber. Cats. He <laughs> was there a robber in this story? There, there was a robber in Bluffentown. <laughs> Bluffentine. Blowem. Blowem Fontaine. Fuck me, Dan. I can't wait till we go to South Africa. The and ghost of Hansi Kronje is coming for you. Okay, how do you say this? Okay. B L O E M F O N T E I N. I've got no idea because I don't speak Afrikaans. Uh, well, then I could have said it perfectly, Mr. Judgment. I doubt it. Oh, my God. That's what they're going to call the first village. In Uranus. <laughs> Bloemfontein. 
Uh, it's okay. It's two hundred and fifty miles southwest of Johannesburg. Okay, okay, so just go to Johannesburg and then go two hundred and fifty miles that way. Yeah. Two armed robbers robbed a couple at knife point on the street. One of the victims started screaming, as you would. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Two nearby security guards heard the screams and ran to her assistance. And then they started chasing the robbers. Now, one of the robbers, it was suggested because he was not as fit as his companion. Okay. Was like, I don't need to use my brawn. I have my brain. One of the robbers attempted to outwit the police by scaling over a very large fence. Few of them in uh, South Africa. Unfortunately, the robber never stopped to think so far ahead into his plan as to wonder just why there was such a tall fence. <laughs> the problem is there are two types of fence in this world. One type of fence is to keep things out. Oh, no. The other type of fence is designed to keep things in. And then there's the kind of fence that is always open to allow access, like Uranus. <sighs> I literally just walked into that one. <laughs> you did. A few people have walked into your Uranus as well. <laughs> they might have walked in, but if they walked out again. <laughs> one of them's still trying to battle a Minotaur. <laughs> I need a flute. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's been to band camp. Oh my God, there was this one time in band camp. Uh, Oh Lord. uh, So what lurks beyond this fence? (laughs) The robber had scaled the fence and climbed... Please tell me it's a hippo. ...into a cage at the local... Zoo. <laughs> it's a hippo, isn't it? Which contained two Bengal tigers. Oh my god! No, no. one, two. Fuck! This was Saturday morning. Oh. It was not until Sunday morning. Oh no! That a visitor to the zoo noticed something strange. In the tiger's cage. Oh, no. It turned out to be the lifeless mauled body of the robber. Oh, my God. He had massive bite marks on the back of his neck, which is the usual way that tigers will kill their prey. Fuck. That's why you never turn your back on a big cat, because that's their preferred like way right. tigers because they they grab the back of your neck and it's basically they because they crush it down so you suffocate they crush your windpipe they just crush your windpipe it's like nature's chiropractor yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just like well does that feel better mr robbins <laughs> you're, you're not a real doctor <laughs> it's junk science oh i need a wheelchair <laughs> Meals on wheels. And then and then yeah, so you suffocate or you will like bleed out from the bite marks. But usually the prey will just Of all the creatures, like there's pretty much two creatures that are my top list of shit I'd never want to be killed by. Mm-hmm. One of them I have a chance. So great white shark. Okay, yep. So some of you stay out of the ocean. Some of we do go swimming in the ocean here, and there are great whites. Here. Asking for it. Yeah. 
The other one is a fucking tiger. Oh, I thought you were going to say hippo. Oh, hippo. I reckon hippo would be pretty quick. Yeah. Because, you know, they're just so huge and so violent. Whereas a big cat. Yeah. Yeah, they submit you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, my God. Typical man. That's all. Oh, oh, I don't care if I die, but I will not submit. No, I'm, I mean, that it's, it's agonizing and slow. Oh, no, I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty. Like, you don't. It doesn't take long for you to suffocate in those big old jaws. Oh, like, I, it's pretty. Long enough. I th- you know what? I think it's nice. It's nice. It's better than they just start chewing your leg while you scream. Yeah, yeah that doesn't sound like fun. Yeah. I mean, it's better than dying of the gases in your anus. Like, <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, great white shark. Something that weighs four tons hitting you at 60 kilometers an hour. And then just having what they call an exploratory bite. Yeah. Just which is usually enough to open up a, an artery. Yeah. And yeah. then they're like, Ugh. and then you're in the water, floundering around while it circles beneath you to come out for another hit. Yeah. Oh, see, no, thank you. That's why I don't swim in the ocean. Yeah. It's the idea of something underneath me. Yeah. Like. And I used to work in marine conservation, and we used to put cameras on baited rigs and yeah. put them in water. Those fuckers are everywhere. They are everywhere. Yeah. And they're huge. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. It's oh, when okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my really posh story. I'm gonna sound terribly posh when I tell this. Story. <laughs> What's but, uh, the French word for Uranus? <laughs> Ooh la la, Macron. Oh poo la la. Um, <laughs> when um, I was 16, yeah. uh, my parents and I went on a cruise. Oh, this this can't be posh. We went on a cruise. Um, <laughs> It involved water. It was very posh okay. for Broken Hill. <laughs> um, so we, we went on a cruise and I was so excited. There were all these like snorkeling places. And I really wanted to learn how to snorkel, but my parents didn't have enough to pay for a cruise and snorkeling. So I just had to... Oh, sorry, scuba dive. So I just had to like snorkel. Yeah. Um, and it was like before we left Sydney, there was this weird thing like down on one of the beaches where, you know, all the fish come in and they were like, this is a freakish out of a one in a thousand years. There's so many sharks. And then the people at our table, they did the scuba diving. Yeah. And they said that they were, um, they so it was basically like her dad was here and she was like, a, you know, a few feet like above him. And this giant shark just just sailed in between them oh my and they God. were just like simultaneously shitting themselves just like <laughs> so then that had me paranoid and then um then there was a story that there were sh- that one stage someone saw sharks behind our boat because we suspect somebody maybe you know had been chucking food off the back of the boat so we had like sharks like following us oh. and there were just like it was just all these like shark shark sharks and so by the time we got to like Vanuatu I was like so paranoid. I had to like get pulled out of the water from my snorkeling because I'd sort of, I'd snorkel ahead and I'm so paranoid. Like I'd see a fish and then I'm like, you know what comes after a fish? A bigger fish. Yeah. And then I'd see a bigger fish and I'm like, oh my God. And I just started, I had a panic attack under the water, which was not cool. No, not cool at all. Yeah. So. Yeah. You would have had uh, little reef sharks or oceanic white tips out there. Yeah. So mm. after that, just, you can shove your own ear. Yeah, shove yeah. the water up your anus. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not interested. No. I think it's a legitimate fear. Sharks. Yeah. Fucking oath. Yeah. Yeah. Because we grew. Up, yeah. We can talk about this more later. But we we grew up in the state where Rodney Fox is from. The dude that survived it. I was just gonna say Jaws, man. Well, yeah. Fucking yeah. Well, <clears throat> I've seen Jaws. Ooh. 
Um, but yeah, so this is literally one of your worst case scenarios. Yeah. Not one, but two. Two tigers. Ah. How do I how do I fucking not show my back when there's two of them? Yeah, I know. Ah. <laughs> they just watch the security camera and there's you just doing like 50 <laughs> jumping jacks. Ah, to the right, to the right, to the left, to the right, to the right. To the right. That little fucking character in Double Dragon when your Atari used to glitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. So, yes, there he was. Um bite marks on the back of his neck. Uh, There were also other bite marks from where they had dragged him around in the cage. Just had a bit of fun. Yeah. And then it dragged him later to what was their later snack pile. Oh, my God. One of them's just like, it's my birthday. Look what we've got. (laughs) The other one's like, oh, no, my anus. (laughs) The zookeepers say that the man had been lucky in a way. Yeah. He was kind of lucky. Because the tigers had actually been fed a large meal just before they suspect he ended up in the cage. And they were still full. Oh, my God. Otherwise, they may have attempted to have just eaten him. <laughs> so, they, 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 at least there was a body to bury, is what they're saying. Yeah. It wasn't just a doggy bag of with a turd <laughs> and a hat. Um, Yeah, so they did find that the tigers had actually made no attempt to eat the body whatsoever. Not even a nibble. They just killed him for fun. Not for fun, for a snack later. Fair enough. They were defending themselves. You're just, how would you feel? You're just sitting in your little, like, tiger lounge room, doing your tiger things, you know, just writing a little to-do list. And then suddenly some, an armed... Armed robber crashes into your lounge room and suddenly is all like, oh, 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 oh. These aren't tigers from Texas. <laughs> you would draw on him too and you know it. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you don't want to get eaten by a tiger, don't climb into a tiger's lounge room. That's pretty fair. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. But it turns out, would you believe, this was not the first case of animals who have had to defend themselves from humans at this zoo in no, South well, Africa. fucking hell. Really? Now, we're not going to... Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to go into too much detail because we're actually... Um, we're going to go into this at a later detail. Okay, yep. Um, but eight years previously, in 1997, we will find out about Max, the crime... Fighting gorilla. Awesome. Are we? Is, does Clint Eastwood show up in this one at all? He's in a. He unless he's in a gorilla costume. And Max single-handedly taking care of business in South Africa against South African crime. There you go. He'd be a busy boy. Yeah, but the same zoo. We're like when they found this guy's. Do you think they were just like, oh god, not again? <laughs> Ah, you lose one guest to an animal. Shame on me. You lose two. Shame on them. Don't I? <laughs> so yes, uh, thankfully, uh, the uh, at the end of the day, all of um, today's pussy cats uh, did survive. Oh, that's good. Yes, so they weren't uh, prosecuted or. You know, arrested for aggravated assault or anything. They just self defense. Every case we've self defense. 
That's good. Yeah. They'll have really good cat lawyers. <laughs> no public defenders here. <laughs> and fucking GoFundMe setups. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, they've got that real shit on speed dial. Well, meanwhile, yeah. the kids are just left to go and panhandle on Skid Row. What? I'm, I'm sure they, I still they got taken in by the SPCA the, as well. The church. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> they went to family. They were fine. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, just trust your instincts. That's all I'm saying. If someone is not nice to your pets... You're not a nice person. No, well, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Lee, I, I I mean, I've had that. I've I've met people and they've came home and my cat's been like, mm, like clearly did not like them. And I'm like, oh, you need to go. <laughs> or maybe they're just like, this guy's perfect. He's going to take away all the attention from me. <gasps> Your cat's fucking gaslit you. Oh, my God. Your oh my cat God. is keeping you single. I've been cock-blocked by, by talk of the cat. Yeah, you've been cock-blocked by a fucking black cat. <laughs> No, I don't believe it. She'd never do that. Oh, it's a cat. <laughs> I don't know. It's the uh, reason witches kept them. Do not make me pull out my forty caliber <laughs> semi-automatic handgun from my hat and defend my cat's honor. You know what? I think so I, that's you, an abusive relationship. You're in there. You're telling. You're talking the talk, walking the lies. <laughs> you're the Johnny Depp to this Amber Heard of a cat. <laughs> Doing little bumps of cat cocaine. <laughs> In the courtroom. Oh, my God. I did give her some catnip before I left. <laughs> oh, my God. She doesn't always try to sit in my seat. See the footage of Amber Heard sneaking James Franco into her apartment while Johnny Depp was out of town? <gasps> Ew. I know. Ugh. Gross. Ugh. Ew. Yeah. Franco. Yeah, I know. Ew. Yeah. What? I know. Ew. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Dude's a fucking creep. Oh, you know who's not going to Uranus? Who? Franco. <laughs> I wouldn't even let him dip his feet in, in my satin. I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Satin's got a big ring, though. I do not have a big ring. I'm a lady. <laughs> I've heard your farts. They're much tighter than that. Oh, oh, you're such good. a hater. So, yeah, this, look, this was just a, a, a short episode. Like I said, I was in a mood and I just wanted, you know, bad things to happen to shit people. Fair and enough. I feel that's been delivered this week. We should we should get a curse put on someone. Ooh, we could do that. Mm. We could crowdfund a curse. Oh, okay. There's something we'll put a call out to our listeners. Who do you think we should? Uh, who can we hex? Who can we hex, and who can do it? Yeah. Can we? Can, uh, I mean, I was going to say the obvious one is like Putin, but I think he's already hexed, isn't he? I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. What's like a minor B grade celebrity? So like Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> Let's put a hex on Kevin Sorbo. But we don't want to be like we, you know, like we don't we don't anything like you know, like life threatening or you know, you know, like we don't want limbs falling off. But things like his mayonnaise will always sour, and he'll never be able to fully enjoy a sandwich ever again. Something something mild like that, I think. Yeah, or like we have to hex Jordan Peterson so he can only see Rubenesque women. Have you seen this? No. That, there was a there was a. I don't know if the word like it's a it was a rapper or someone who was on the cover of Sports Illustrated like the mm. swimsuit edition and shock horror she actually has curves like a normal woman mm. and Jordan Peterson said oh this isn't beautiful and no matter what I forget what he called it cultural fucking authoritarianism or something like that no matter how much cultural authoritarianism there is I won't ever find this beautiful and it's like dude you're literally telling the world that you can't get a boner <laughs> 
<laughs> you Kermit the crying fucking cuck frog. Oh, but you know what I mean? Like some, like, uh, but like we're all like every human being is a different shape. Yeah. That that's part of the problem is condemning that you know is like saying that oh look only this type of like yeah. shape is beautiful. We're all beautiful in our own different wibbly wobbly ways. Exactly. And people, you know, people like wibbly wobbly. I like a, I like a Rubenesque lady. All those Rubenesque paintings. Absolutely. You know. The fucking Renaissance was lit. Oh, fucking oh, what, what? thick bitches. Smoke it. Oh, I love my thick art bitches. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd flounce about next to her Venus. You know why he's only reaching out with one hand in that painting? <laughs> and he's got notice his fingers are kind of crossed over. Other hand, thick bitches. Yeah, he's re- he's reaching for that thick bitch out the back. <laughs> Woo! Thick bitch. Yeah. So let's curse Kevin Sorbo to have a minor resurgence in his career, but he has to perform in films that have got a woke script. <gasps> oh my god! Like yes, all of he like yes, he can only play like the people who are like discovering their like transgender children. Yeah, and the script like- calls for him to go through a, a fucking epiphany where he comes around to yeah, accept like- the fact that they want to vote for the Democrats. Yeah, and they're also bisexual. And yeah, they've got a transgender girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, okay. and he's like suddenly like, oh wow, and that that's okay. Yeah, yeah, ha <laughs> ha. Suck shit, Kevin Sorbo. And his sandwiches are sour. Absolutely. <laughs> Yay! All right, if you know how we can hex Kevin Sorbo's sandwiches, <laughs> please let us know. Um, or any you know anyone else you think um should be hexed and how you would like to see them hexed. There's a good conversation. That is a good. That's good engagement with our listeners. Hmm. We were talking about that earlier because we were talking about the lotto. It's well, it will. It's tomorrow here, the but lottery. It'll, yes, it'll be a few days ago when this goes to air. Is sixty million dollars? Yes. And we were talking about, you know, how when people say money can't buy you happiness and it's bullshit, and we were talking about what we would buy with our sixty million dollars, and revenge was one of those things. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> so yeah, think of your think of your your sexy hexes and let us know. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, but <laughs> in the meanwhile, just remember, real men are nice to the pussy. <laughs> and there is definitely no in being bad to cats. Yes. Don't fuck corpses. <laughs> You've just lost the plot. I have. You need a fan to mate. I do. <laughs> it's fun to time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end this madness. Can't believe I actually had to put out a public service announcement. Don't fuck corpses. <laughs> if you do, wear a condom. You're the one who's literally being like, there's no necrophilia. There's no no in necrophilia. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but everyone's telling me off. I can't have that as a catchphrase, apparently. Because I'm spreading the wrong message. Well, yes. <laughs> Technically, yes. <laughs> yeah. Quib and quab. We we beg to differ. Well, legally the dead can't consent. Oh god. <laughs> Uranus! <laughs>